Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew. He ate and drank, rose up, and went his way. So Esau despised his birthright. Genesis 25:34. Dear God, nothing is more incredible than being part of your family and enjoying your promises. Thank you for loving us so much. As we read today's Bible story about how one of Isaac's sons sold his birthright, help us understand that following you is the most important thing in the whole wide world. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Esau's Birthright Before this story, we learned about Sarah passing away and Isaac meeting and marrying Rebekah. Now we will learn about the passing of Abraham and Isaac and Rebekah's sons, Jacob and Esau, as inspired by the book of Genesis. Hi, Julia here, and welcome to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today we get to hear the Bible story of how one of Isaac and Rebekah's sons chose a bowl of soup over a place in God's promises. Why on earth would someone do that? Let's find out together. When Abraham's wife Sarah died, he married a woman named Keturah. They had six sons together. Years had passed, and Abraham was growing old. He knew he was going to die soon. He gathered gifts for his wife and sons, then told them to go to the land of the east. He gave the rest of his belongings to Isaac. Abraham died when he was 175 years old. His sons Isaac and Ishmael brought Abraham's body to a cave. They dug a grave for him right next to Sarah's body and rested his body there. When Isaac and his wife Rebekah reached 20 years of marriage, Isaac prayed to God that she would become pregnant because she was unable to bear children. God blessed Rebekah and answered Isaac's prayer. That is when Rebekah became pregnant with twin boys. Lord, what is happening to me? She prayed. The Lord responded, You have the makings of two nations inside you. Two people groups will come from the children in your womb. One will be stronger, and the older will serve the younger. When Rebekah gave birth, the oldest baby was red, and his whole body was hairy. They named him Esau, because it meant hairy. The younger baby came out, with his hand wrapped around Esau's heel, so they named him Jacob, which means heel-grabber. Their father Isaac was 60 when they were born. When Esau grew up, he was amazing at hunting. Jacob was nearly the opposite. He was silent and spent a lot of time at home. Jacob was Rebekah's favorite, 
but because of Esau's hunting skills, Isaac loved Esau. When Esau came home one day, he was tired and ready to rest. He noticed his brother was cooking a large pot of stew. Jacob, I'm so hungry. I just got home from my trip. Can I have some of that stew? Jacob smirked. I'll give you stew if you give me your birthright. You got it. I'm so hungry, I'd give anything for your stew. I mean, what does my birthright even mean if I'm starved to death? Now just pass me the whole pot. Jacob looked at his brother. No, you have to promise that you're going to give me your birthright. I promise, Jacob, that birthright is all yours. With that being said, Jacob gave his brother a whole meal. Bread, stew, and a drink. Esau ate, his stomach full and a bright smile on his face. As soon as he finished, he got up and left. After that, everyone said that Esau hated his birthright. Esau is also known as Edom, which means red. This is because he felt the red stew was more important than his birthright. Wow. So I guess Esau really likes soup, huh? Do you like soup that much? So much that you would trade a place in God's promise for a bowl? Me either. I mean, I like chicken noodle soup or tomato soup with grilled cheese, but not enough to give up my place in God's special plans. And that's pretty much what Esau did. Remember that God had made some big, wonderful promises to Esau's whole family. It started with his grandpa, Abraham, then went to his dad, Isaac. Next in line were Esau and his brother, Jacob. But when Esau sold his birthright for a bowl of soup, it was like he said, God, I don't really want to be a part of all these promises you've made to my family. It's too much responsibility and I'd rather just spend my life hunting in the woods and eating soup. You see, in those days, the birthright meant you were next in line to take care of the family and lead them in the right direction. For Esau and Jacob's family, that meant leading them in God's direction. So whoever had the birthright had a big job ahead of them. Have you ever been given a really big job? Maybe your mom or dad asked you to keep an eye on your brother or sister. Maybe you had to take care of your dog or help your teacher at school. Those are all super important jobs. And what's really cool is that the Bible says when you do jobs like that with a good attitude, you're really doing them for God. Colossians 3, 23 through 24 says, And whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord, and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. How cool is that? So when you work hard and do what's right with a great attitude, you bring a smile to God's face, and He promises to reward you. But what if you don't really care about the job you've been given? What if you go, whenever you have to do something, you're asked. Or maybe you drag your feet and you never get around to it. Who are you really disobeying then? 
God. And that's what Esau did. The most important thing in his life and his whole family was his relationship with God. God would use them to show the world what he was like, and so that the whole world could be part of his family one day. But instead of treasuring this special job, Esau went, Ugh, I'm starving. I'd rather have food than have this birthright. So he traded it, and all that special responsibility went to his younger brother, Jacob. Now Jacob wasn't exactly trusting God either in this story. And next time we'll see some of the ways Jacob tries to control God's plans instead of trusting in God's plans. But for now, just remember this. You have a special job and a special place in God's plans. The Bible says that if you put your trust in Jesus, you are a new creation. That means you're part of God's family. And he wants you to show the world what he's like. It's the most amazing job you'll ever have. So don't sell it for soup. Let your light shine so the whole world sees Jesus' love through you. Thanks for joining me today. Next time we'll hear a wild story where Jacob dresses up in goat skin and tries to trick his dad to make him think he's Esau. Be sure to come back for that. And remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. If you like this podcast, subscribe to it so you get the latest episodes as they are released. Kids Bible in a Year is a great resource for kids and parents to learn God's Word together. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and it helps you have conversations that support you in having bold faith in a broken world. You will be empowered, excited, and inspired in your faith. I'm so excited for you to join me for Unapologetic Weekly, wherever you get your podcasts.